It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Today is October the 24th, 15 days to go to the midterm election, and we're actually running out of days in October, which means there are only so many days left for that ever-promised, rarely appearing October surprise. Will there be an October surprise across the country, in a state or a local race, a federal race? Where are the October surprises? Uh, I actually think there could be an October surprise that comes all the way from 1647. Uh, We'll come back to 1647 in just a minute. (laughs) But let's start with the possibilities of October surprises for the year 2022. Of course, we've come through a a crazy uh, couple of years of pandemic. We've had political division and strife of all kinds. And so to try to predict, one, the fact that we haven't really had an October surprise all the way to October 24th uh, makes you wonder, is there one out there? If it were, what would it most likely be? Uh, We could probably come up with a pretty rapid-fire list. Uh, You could probably have uh, something uh, relating to former President Donald Trump or one of his children. You could have new revelations in the Hunter Biden probe. Uh, You could have the Democrats who funded really far-right candidates spending millions of dollars on far-right candidates with hopes of an easy November win suddenly being poised to experience big losses. You could have an October surprise of Republicans snatching defeat from the jaws of victory with weak general election candidates as they implode. You could have President Biden announcing that he won't run in 2024. Or you could have President Biden announcing that he will run in 2024 as an October surprise. The same could be said of the former president announcing that he will or won't run. And actually, if you stop and think about it, none of those would actually be a surprise. (laughs) Sadly, think of how sad that is. Uh, None of those would really be surprising. But here's where I go back to what the real surprise could be. And I actually think that the real surprise would be if either of the political parties actually learned the political lesson from exactly one year ago in Virginia. And you've heard me talk about this. I still think this is the October surprise and the lesson for Democrats and the lessons for Republicans. And it was the Virginia's governor's race from last year. I mean, exactly a year ago, Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat, should have easily won that race by double digits. He'd been governor before. He was well known. He ran a national campaign that was focused almost solely as being a campaign against former president and the relitigation of 2020. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. 
But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Glenn Youngkin, on the other hand, ran a local race on what he was for and issues that were actually impacting Virginia voters. Terry McAuliffe brought in all of the national superstars, from Bill Clinton to Barack Obama to Michelle Obama to Oprah and everybody in between. It was a national campaign, and it was run against former President Donald Trump. Glenn Youngkin didn't focus on any endorsements, didn't really care, didn't really need them, didn't really want them. And so instead, he focused on the issues that people cared about, like education, what was going on around the kitchen tables in homes across Virginia. And I actually think if you wanted to have a real surprise, it would be shocking to me for campaigns and campaign consultants to finally recognize that fighting the last war won't win you the next one. And I continue to believe that the country continues to be a center-left to center-right nation. More and more voters are just tired. They're unhappy with the fake fights and the false choices of the extremes of the far right and the far left. We've talked about that on the program today, what the pollsters are actually seeing in terms of that exhaustion. And so now we have these really crazy battles going on inside the Democratic Party and inside the Republican Party. And Americans are just tired with that. Because nobody's focusing on the issues that matter to them. And the really interesting thing, beyond the economy and inflation, the issues that matter to the vast majority of Americans... They're not connected to a political party. They're connected to community, to compassion, to personal responsibility and opportunity, upward mobility. And I continue to be surprised in October that neither party is talking about those things. And so very sadly, there are a few things that don't really surprise anyone when it comes to our politics these days. Uh, But I'm one of those who will hope against hope on this one. Uh... I hope that there will be a uh, October surprise over the last six days, seven days of October and the first week of November that we can get to a different kind of conversation. Because I think that's what the American people are actually after. And so this is where our October surprise takes a time travel moment. And we're going to go back to 1647. 1647. Why are we going there? Well, the Westminster Larger Catechism was finalized in 1647. And in a very powerful way, regardless of what your religious affiliation may or may not be, 
If you read it in light of our modern political discourse and where we are today, political discourse that includes contempt and malice uh, towards those that we disagree with, this is pretty powerful stuff from 1647. I'm going to talk about an October surprise. This one's been sitting around for a long time waiting for somebody to read it. So here's what it says. Remember, 1647, the duties required in the Ninth Commandment are the preserving and promoting of truth between man and man and the good name of our neighbor as well as our own. Appearing and standing for the truth and from the heart, sincerely, freely, clearly, and fully speaking the truth and only the truth in matters of judgment and justice and in all other things whatsoever, a charitable esteem of our neighbor, loving, desiring, and rejoicing in their good name, sorrowing for and covering of their infirmities, freely acknowledging of their gifts and graces, defending their innocency, a ready receiving of a good report, and unwillingness to admit of an evil report concerning them. And I love this part. Discouraging talebearers, flatterers, and slanderers. I think that's a 1647 condemnation of politics today. So think about that. Discouraging talebearers, flatterers, and slanderers. That's quite a combination. Love and care of our own good name and defending it when need requireth. Keeping of lawful promises, studying and practicing of whatsoever things are true, honest, lovely, and of a good report. So our October surprise is surprise. We've had the answer to our divisive politics since 1647. And the question that will ultimately be the surprise of this election season is what do we as voters do with that? Are we willing to preserve and promote the truth and the good name of our neighbor? Are we willing to reject the evil report, even though it sounds really good and is very click-worthy in the clickbait department? Are we willing to have a different kind of conversation and reject in order to protect the good name of a neighbor? So what are we going to do with it? That's the test for all of us. That's the question. What kind of October surprise will we have? That's up to you. Great to be with you today. As always, I'm Boyd Matheson. You've been listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Go see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. 
In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.